What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy podcast. I am your coach and host, Josh, here with... It's co-host and co-coach, KG, and I'm in the house. It's time to get motivated, so get fired up, sit back, relax. We have an incredible episode, as always, and we're going to kick it off with our quotes. I'm going to let Kyle start with his. So my quote is actually from Coach Josh. He put it in for me because he knew I would like it. So uh, basically, here is what it is. If you are depressed, you are living in the past. If you are anxious, you are living in the future. If you are at peace, you are living in the present by Lao Tzu. So this came from a book and uh, pretty much I, I honestly absolutely loved it. I actually just started reading the book after Josh. It's called Based and it's just more so about creating happiness, living a life of fulfillment and just becoming the best and strongest version of yourself. And I really like that this quote was put in there because I feel like it's something that's really on the top of my mind lately. And what was is really interesting is that, and I'm sure some of you guys can relate, you've ever had a thought where there's something taking place and then there's another thing that just gets shown right in front of you. And like, this is pretty much it. So I've been thinking more about presence. I know Josh has as well. And then this came up and then I got an email from Chris Williamson that also is talking about, I'm like, I feel like this is the one thing that I really need to start being better at. Uh, and I know Josh shared that as well on our story the other day. And so basically Chris Williamson also said, looking over the shoulder of the present moment is a guaranteed way to ensure that you miss whatever is true and beautiful in your life right now. So obviously this is the fit, healthy and happy podcast. And I think this is one of the greatest ways to just ensure that you're truly happy. And I even had a call with a client recently where she was saying she was struggling in terms of just thinking of the past of what's taken place in her journey uh, and also just being so focused on the future. And I feel like so many people do this where it's just such a negative effect where you're just not actually being present and you're not focusing on what's in front of you. So hopefully that makes sense. Uh, I'm really inspired by this and I'm sure Josh is as well. Some absolute fire there. And even for me, I guess one thing going past that, past my own personal aims of trying to be more present to enjoy the moment, enjoy the here and now and not always be looking ahead is also I've really been working to just kind of forget about the past. So I think you can learn from it, but I think dwelling in it more so is what I try not to do is to have no regrets because you can have regrets, you can have lessons and dwelling and saying, oh, I wish I did this or life was so much better when this or I remember this, this. It's an easy way to be pretty upset with how you're feeling and it's not possible to go back and change what was done. So it's natural we make mistakes. Maybe we take some wrong routes, but there always comes new opportunity from that. And even if you've done something in the past that you're like, oh, I regret this. This wasn't a good idea. You still always have that opportunity to control the current, the present, and obviously relay that into a successful future. So I think that is absolutely fantastic. And for my quote, we're going to take it uh, to back to what we talked about last week. And that is that inspiration is for amateurs. The rest of us just show up and get to work. And that is from Chuck Close. And I love this quote personally because it's great when we're motivated. It's great when we're inspired. It's great when all the stars align. It's just super easy. But I like to see what I'm made of when things are hard. And that's what I always like to challenge people with. When you're navigating nutrition on a week where you're sick or if you're navigating rehabbing an injury or if you're starting really far off from a goal you want to achieve, like those are the times where you just got to lock in and get it done. And 
there's tons and tons of days where it's like, okay, I'd rather hit snooze. I'd rather eat garbage for breakfast. I'd rather not go to the gym. But the reality is if you want to be like someone who just gets things done and who has a lot of success, you just got to get it done even when you don't want to. And then those times you are motivated, you are fired up. It's going to be 10 times easier. So once again, that is inspiration is for amateur amateurs. The rest of us just show up and get to work. Yeah, I think that's so incredible, especially working off of last Monday's episode. I just, I love it. I think it's such a strong point and I couldn't uh, agree with it more. So yeah, nothing else to expand on there. Yeah, now we're going to get into what has us excited or intrigued. So I always love sharing some of my favorite hacks and I noticed I haven't done that in a while. And this came to me earlier this week when I was planning this episode and that is taking notes from books because it can be real easy to read a book, go through it and then six months later be like, I don't even really remember what that was about. I don't remember the contents. And especially when there's parts of a book you're like, ooh, this is good. I need to take notes. I need to document it. So for Kindle readers, it's really easy because you can highlight it. And at the end of the book, whenever I'm finished reading it, I export it to my email and I add it to my master list of book notes. So Kindle notes are super straightforward and simple. You can just highlight and export. And I think it's a great way, even if it's like a word you didn't know, a word you want to use more, a sentence, a quote, like whatever it is that gets you fired up from that book, a saying, it's good to take notes. And it's nice to be able to reflect back on that. And then even ever here and there, even for the books I've read last year, sometimes I'll be like, oh, what was that book all about? I want to get the quick breakdown of it. So I'll get in there and I'll look at my notes and look at my impactful moments and find inspiration, find like what I want to get out of it, which can be absolutely fantastic. But for physical books, a really good hack I want to recommend. And I know iPhone does this. I think Android does as well. When you're reading a physical book that you like, and for me, I like audiobooks, physical books, Kindle books. I usually have a good uh, rotation between the three and I try to read from different sources but for things I really want to take notes on a good hack is to take a photo of the book you could actually add it to an album called book notes if you want your phone and later you could relay them all by just looking at the photo you can actually copy and paste text in a photo now which is absolutely fantastic because I used to remember reading books and I'd sit there and I'd look at the book type it and transcribe it and it was so much extra work and so ridiculous so to be able to have this mechanism is a great way especially for those parts of the book that you're like I need to write this down this is amazing and then referring back to it you're going to see that value over again because it's kind of unrealistic to expect to have really deep understandings and memorize everything especially as months and years pass. Uh, I think that's awesome. Yeah, I've been taking a lot of these these notes, sorry, from Coach Josh as well. And I think one of the biggest ones I got from him was more so just like having a different rotation. And I was even saying to him, like, there's some times where I just have a different mood and I'm feeling something different. Like before bed, I've been liking uh, Into the Wild. So I'll read that on my Kindle. So I don't need to keep the light on, but I can just read it while, you know, still um kind of unwinding and just getting a nice quality sleep because I just fall asleep so nicely from that. Um, and then the other book he had mentioned, the chess book, just so many different variations as well as an audiobook. I think I used to be against it where I felt like I could only focus on one thing, but I do feel like it's nice to have that different rotation as long as you finish it. I think that's where some people struggle because they'll start so many things and so many projects and they'll never complete it because they've done so many things. But I thought that was awesome. Uh, I also had one, actually I had two thoughts. We'll talk about my journey after because we said we would from last week, but I wanted to share one thing I heard from someone at the gym and sometimes, I mean, I always listen to my headphones, but there are times where I'll kind of turn it off and just spend time, but I have a lot of thoughts. I start writing some things down. I'll start doing some captions. And I overheard someone yesterday at the gym and I thought it was pretty powerful. So someone came up to him. He was a pretty jack dude. He said, 
uh, they said, Hey, your shoulders are looking jacked. Like, what have you been doing? And I was expecting to hear something different. Like, Oh, I started training them more, or, you know, obviously some good responses, or sometimes I hear a little bit of, I guess, nonsense where, you know, they'll kind of give credit to something that may not actually make a difference. Uh, and he just said he switched up his nutrition and he's been dialed in from that. And I thought it was pretty cool because a lot of people don't think of how our bodies actually change from the nutrition, especially when it comes to shoulders looking more jacked, uh, you know, arms looking leaner, whatever it is, like the physique that is taking place, of course, exercising is important, you know, consistently working it, overloading it. Like we always share those tips, but I loved how he just said that he started focusing on that, hitting his protein, hitting his calories and doing all that stuff. And it was a conversation I overheard where I was shaking my head. I'm like, yeah, that's a great tip. And once again, it's so easy to overlook that because you think like you have to do more ab training because you're trying to get abs. Whereas a lot of people will say stuff like that, uh, in reality, it's the nutrition that makes a big difference. So just wanted to share that random thought and, uh, that's, yeah, that's all I really have. Yeah, I think that's awesome. And actually from our Spotify, you can actually respond to episodes and I love looking at the comments. I try to do it at least once a week. And I noticed a comment too, where someone uh, like actually commented down below saying that they started tracking after we had talked about it in one of our episodes and they were amazed at how many calories they were actually eating. And uh, they just had no idea. And they're like, the ignorance was bliss for a bit because now I realize that I actually am having a ton of excess calories and nutrition in general does get swept to the side because it's not so sexy it's easy to overlook it because it's such a big component of your life and instead it's easier to think i want big shoulders i'm gonna do more lateral raise and more frequency but it is amazing how being on a good diet can make such a difference in your life it can improve your sleep it can improve your skin it can give you more energy you can feel more satisfied and less cravings throughout the day like it is absolutely amazing even too if you have a really great diet the capacity to put on more muscle absolutely just utilizing things like protein so i think that was a great way to kind of highlight that and even i just love to hear people taking action on what we talk about in this podcast and hearing about how it helped you and how it can help transform your journey and even me with my personal journey just even doubling down on logging accuracy the more i've noticed i pre-log the easier it is really having awareness of different things in the day like if i have oat milk in my coffee that's extra calories if at chipotle i get something extra you always got to add that and maybe you always get a burrito bowl but you never get cheese and one day you're like i'm gonna get cheese it's easy just to log that burrito bowl but by challenging yourself to really just be as accurate as possible and the more you can do those small things well and not overlook the small parts of your journey i found that's where i've gotten the biggest leaps and biggest changes in my physique and with success with that even at this new gym we've came in using the atlantis uh, lara rays started around 120 pounds and now i've worked my way up to 155 and really just not getting complacent pushing myself with that maintaining form bringing good intensity in those little five pound increments i've slowly found my way up 35 pounds which has been fantastic so don't downplay the small parts of your journey they can make a big difference but that's it for my thoughts anything else for you Kyle? yeah so i guess i'll jump into you know a quick overview of my fitness journey i know josh uh, covered his last week which was super awesome hopefully you enjoy a little bit more of these stories and quite a few of you have said you enjoy hearing more about the personal accomplishments what has got us to where we are now and all that great stuff and even fun fact i just reflected today we've obviously been uploading on youtube for over 10 years it's about 10 and a half years with 31 million views which is like we just crossed the 30 million viewpoint so we're about to take this podcast to the next level and even our goal is to make it surpass the YouTube which is awesome but uh, yeah very grateful for that uh, opportunity because that honestly has changed my life but um, 
bringing it back to the start. So I met Josh funny enough playing hockey. So we played on the same hockey team. You know, there's a photo of us where we both had long hockey hair and that's essentially how we met. You know, we didn't really stay in touch over the years, but essentially I decided to go to a uh, high school that was meant and created for sports. And my mom told me to apply. And essentially what was cool is I think I guess at the age of 14, I had to start doing all these different tests such as hand-eye coordination tests, which would be like a wall ball. You'd throw the ball against the wall and, you know, try to catch it as many times as you could. I remember doing dead hangs. I remember doing like all these things. And this was well before I started lifting, but I had a lot of athletic capacity just from playing hockey, which was pretty cool. So I spent four years in a more athletic type school, which was cool. Um, So it was uh, a lot more intense than gym class. And it just really helped me learn a lot more about strength training. And we would do a pool class every week. And it was like really, really cool where we do tons of different cardio things. And I learned a lot about uh, running. I got into it right away. So from grade nine to grade 12, you know, we would go to all of the championships. Sometimes we'd win them, which is cool. I had a really great upbringing within fitness. And ever since that, I just, I was in love with it. And basically fast forward to a little bit past, I always wanted to get into fitness, but I just didn't know how. And uh, I didn't want to essentially go down the route of being a personal trainer. You know, I would look at Good Life uh, and all these different chains. And I'm like, this isn't really the move. So I decided to go a different route, hated that, dropped out. And one day, uh, Josh was like, hey, man, you know, so we had been lifting for a little bit at that point. Uh, he would always put us through workouts. You know, it was fun copying him and just having that push because he was one of the guys like everybody would look up to and be like, holy, like, is this guy deadlifting five plates at 18 years old? Uh, And he was. So that was really cool. And he said, hey, I just started a YouTube channel. You know, let's get some, let's film this, this workout. Long story short is from there, we just fell in love with it. We loved seeing, you know, people reacting to it. Of course, the first bit of the journey was about us. And basically from there, we just started to want to help more people because we realized a lot of people suffer, not suffer, but they struggle on their journey. And from that point onwards, we just started to document, help people, create content, and just kind of took it from there. So that's a little bit of my story more so from the ages of like 14 to 20-ish and then onwards. And from there, once again, we've just been super consistent, dialed in, locked in, and it's been a really good journey. And the best part is there's so much more I look forward to, so much more in store. And uh, I could go on for days. This could be a couple hour long episode talking about everything we've done to get here, but that's all I have for my journey so far. Yeah. And if you have any more questions about our journey, our experience, or things we've overcome, always feel free to ask us questions for our podcast. Also, if you have a question in general that you'd like to see as a Thursday episode or that you would like to see answered on Motivation Monday, best way to submit that question is DM us on Instagram and say question for the podcast and let us know and we'd be happy to add it to the list because if you're thinking it, there's a great chance someone else is as well. So you can find us on Instagram at Colossus Fit. So our Instagram is C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T and our photo is very similar to the podcast photo. So it's nice and easy to find us. But now we're gonna go ahead and showcase a client who has been crushing it and you can actually see all of our transformations on our instagram page alongside the the individual clients top tips to achieving that transformation so this can be a great resource for you in your journey because you can learn a lot from other people and what they've overcome what's worked from them and implement that and apply it to your life but who do we have this week so this week we actually have deanne uh, and she was working and is working with coach krista she's down 18 pounds four inches off the waist and she actually had an original goal of weighing in at 130 she got down to 124 which is awesome and even krista shared some notes with us and she had said that you know uh, deanne had
had never missed a day, even with a full schedule being a teacher. She spends a lot of her free time in the summer months hiking, backpacking for extra cardio. And I just, I'm so proud. Like I love seeing not only the physique changes, but also the mental changes and how great it has to feel. And a lot of people, it's obviously hard to see, you know, you see photos and you see someone obviously is looking more in shape. They're happier. They're another different person, but what takes place behind the scenes, just how they feel day to day. It's absolutely incredible. And even, you know, working off of that, I love seeing someone come in and just put their full foot forward. And whether they have one kid or seven kids, like I think it's so amazing how much it can impact not only your life, but also the people around you between your spouse, between your kids, all that great stuff. So we're very grateful uh, for this amazing transformation. Obviously, the opportunity to work with so many of you awesome people. If you are looking to learn more, just check out our website. It's colossusfitness.com. You can find it down below, linked in the first uh, just show note. Uh, see what we're all about. Fill out an application. It should only take you three to four minutes, and uh, we'll get back to you and uh, make sure that we get you some incredible guaranteed results. Now into our mailbag for this week's episode. So first and foremost, we have the question. This was a response to the Spotify as well. So that was another way to submit questions if you'd prefer. And the question was, what supplements would you recommend after protein if you're on a tight budget? So going back to what Kyle said, I would really first and foremost change your mindset. If you're on a tight budget, I would say don't worry about any supplements. Don't even worry about protein. You don't necessarily need to. You can get such great protein from good food sources and I feel like as the awareness of protein being a powerful nutrient has gone more on a larger scale, it's a lot easier to find great protein options. Even when you're eating out, it's become a lot more efficient. So really getting your mindset away from like, I need supplements to see progress. I, I truly believe you shouldn't even worry about supplements. So your nutrition and training are locked in alongside recovery. Once those things are going, supplements are fantastic as a supplement and supplement like supplemental to your actual routine and schedule of good eating, training, as well as just a rest and recovery. So in terms of supplements, a protein powder is a great convenient way to get more protein in. It is no superior than chicken or anything along those lines. It's just another convenient form that is easy to travel with. And that's where protein can have a lot of merit. But it's funny, even we've gone to a few supplement stores. I don't normally go. I typically buy them online, but just trying some fun new energy drinks and you see the people in there that are clearly a little bit skinnier that want to get into lifting and they go in there and they just buy every supplement they can masking or protein powder, like all these different things that you probably read about. And like the reality of looking at that individual, like, Oh, you just need to get in the gym, be there consistently and just eat more food. And that individual will look so good and they'll save so much money. And I think even going in with this attitude of supplements will fix all my problems puts you in a worse spot because you become dependent on that hope. And when you don't put in the correct effort to match it, you feel like you've wasted your money. You feel like it's impossible for you and you see no results. And similar to what Kyle said, that's where having a coach to say, do all these things right. You're going to see 10 times the benefit than you would any supplement. But if I had to answer what supplements are effective, we actually have great resources on this as well. Um, we'll link our free supplement uh, ebook for you um, in the second link. And it actually goes over like the top five and the use cases of whether you should try them or not but i myself don't take many supplements i honestly don't really use protein powder these days the exception to that is i have quest chips usually which is effectively like a baked version of a protein powder uh, which is pretty good so i'll have usually one of those a day but creatine is a great supplement especially if you're consistent and you're taking consistently creatine is fantastic for giving you more longevity and strength in your workouts once again you're not going to take it one day and notice everything change it's going to be a small little benefit i like to see it as a little five percent benefit i don't know why i like 
like that number, but I do like that uh, number in general. And it helps your body utilize water and ATP to produce more output and have, like I said, slightly more endurance, which is fantastic. So there's a lot of hype around creatine. It's really cheap. You don't need to get anything fancy. Creatine monohydrate is totally fine. And I do definitely recommend taking it if you're an intermediate to advanced lifter. If you're a beginner, once again, I don't think there's a need just yet. Past that, I think pre-workout is a fantastic way to get fired up and get focused for a workout. You're getting things like beta alanine. You can get uh, pump agents as well, which can be fantastic. They can help you actually feel more during your workout, like better, more intense pumps. And then of course you're getting caffeine, which is fantastic. So beta alanine is that thing that makes you feel tingly. And that has some interesting science as well for just longevity and output which is cool and then caffeine of course is just going to get you fired up and pumped up for the gym which is fantastic and it gives you something tasty to sip on but those are kind of my top three and pass that like i said most importantly training hard good nutrition that's what's going to make the big difference yeah and unfortunately this is where a lot of people just instantly look especially if you are new and even if you're not new like i just see it happen so often uh fun fact i mean kind of while we're on the topic of my journey i remember back when i first started i wasn't really training properly i didn't have a proper training program uh and uh yeah it took me a while for me to hop on josh's program which was killer but either way I just remember like I was trying to eat nutrition, uh, trying to eat well with the nutrition, but I would spend like over $300 a month at uh, bodybuilding.com. So um, some of you may remember that, some of you may not. I don't even know if it's, I guess it's still a thing, but I haven't really heard much about it in so many years. But I just remember getting like whatever was suggested, like Steve Cook supplement stack. I just use him as an example because he's like this he was this crazy jacked and still is guy that everyone, you know, essentially would want to look like, right? He obviously takes some low dose steroids, maybe high dose, whatever it is. And you'd think, oh man, like I want to look like him. Like when they come out with an article that says Steve Cook's supplement stack, trying to promote it, you just naturally want to do it. And I think it's always a good question to ask where someone is coming from when they recommend it, whether it's your favorite influencer, whether it's some sort of supplement company. And I think unfortunately, a lot of people waste money on that type of stuff and I don't want to harp on it too much because we all we've all been there and we've all kind of gone through that route or not all but I think some of us have and I think it's really important to just focus on the fundamentals like Josh said and obviously just a little bit of the stuff uh, in terms of just you know a little creatine here and there doesn't hurt but I think it's so situational and that's where you know, even clients will shoot us a message and I can give such a great answer when someone says, Hey, so I've been training super hard. Like I know that they've been putting everything in, they've been doing it for eight weeks. Everything is solid here. We're going to start to integrate creatine into your routine for someone that's just constantly trying to hit their protein. And they're just never there, no matter what we do, no matter what we change. And they have a busy lifestyle. We're going to start to probably integrate protein. If someone just is struggling so hard to get motivation in the gym, they tried everything and they're just one to get that little bit of a boost. Hey, have you ever tried pre-workout? So a lot of it does come down to the situational person. And uh, once again, these are things that I utilize and I used to have protein a lot, but because I have Greek yogurt every single day, because I have a protein snack, which we'll talk about afterwards, I don't feel that I need it. And even one of our friends that came to stay here, he bought a tub of protein powder and it's kind of just sitting there. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll use it soon if I really need it. Um, but it's one of those things where it's not it's not something I need. And that's why I don't want to go suggesting a bunch of different things unless I know someone's certain circumstance. So hopefully that makes sense. I gave a bit of a different twist and thought process there, but uh, yeah, that's all I got. Yeah. And if you're still like, I don't care. I just want to know good supplements. I've been training for a while. Check out that free resource. We break it down. We explain the science of what it does 
our thoughts on it and the best one to buy for the price and we have no affiliation either so just you can kind of get whatever brand you like and we just want it to be a good resource to help save people money from buying nonsense supplements so for our next question out of the mailbag we have quite simply how do i know if i'm overtraining really good question and i'll be honest when i first start off with this i will say majority of people are not overtraining i would say 90 nine plus percent i don't know the exact stat but i do say this obviously you know with caution right like there obviously can be people who are overtraining, but i do think a lot of it comes down to not exactly overtraining, but maybe under recovering so what i mean by this is if you're someone who is just never getting enough proper sleep if you don't have a proper sleep routine uh, maybe for example your body just does feel up uh, feel beat up from not recovering and not once again getting proper sleep uh, not you know taking the proper rest days um, and then also even just potentially never doing stuff like soft tissue work or you know even just a little bit of I wouldn't say stretching would solve it but if you are super tight and you wanted to kind of loosen up your muscles and get a massage here and there like those things do definitely help but I will say like where it does get tough with this question is that obviously I do say it in the sense where I I see a lot of people training and I don't believe that you know most people are um, but I will say like one sign for it is, and a good question to ask is, when's the last time you took a deload week? So if you've just been pushing so hard, uh, and this is where it gets tough is there's so many different things to consider. If you're pushing yourself always till failure, if you're always, if you're never taking a deload week, if you're training six plus times a week, like if there's a high possibility, um, but I would say most people who ask this question, I'll kind of look at the routine and they're training, you know, four times, um, you know, they're doing everything well, they might just feel bit beat up from different scenarios such as lower sleep you know maybe they have kids keeping them up maybe they're overworked at work but i will say like once again keeping this with caution i'm not saying that people aren't most things come from external sources and that's where you kind of really have to evaluate so someone may say hey i'm feeling beat up i'm overtrained but then at work they're like just being absolutely destroyed and because of that it's one of those things that could be affecting themselves in the gym because you're just feeling beat up from other sources so i know josh has a lot of different tangibles as well but that's just kind of my thought process behind that and the reason i say that is because i've done so much like i've been doing as a natural athlete i remember i was putting about 70 to 80 kilometers in running while doing four strength training workouts, hitting compounds, doing all this very intense stuff. But of course I put a big focus into my recovery and yes, some days I felt beat up, but I got to the point where I wasn't overtraining and I felt still really solid all in all. And I think a lot of times it's our mind that can hold us back thinking, oh, I'm doing too much. I'm doing five times and someone online says I should only be doing three. So you have to kind of consider that and that's my honest answer there. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to get into, which is our body is so much more capable than we think. Like to most people, they're asking if they're overtraining. Chances are they work a desk job nine to five. They're on their phone in the morning and then they go to the gym for like, let's say an hour and a half. And they're like, is that too much? And it's like, absolutely not. Like your body can do so, so much. And of course, everyone's different. But I, I do truly believe that people feel the most burnout from other things in their life. Like you said, not having a good sleep schedule, over consuming media, being way overstressed. That can absolutely decimate your gains alongside the sleep. So really addressing those factors and the more you lock that in, the more you'll start to realize what you're capable of. And also you have to understand like 
change is uncomfortable. The process of it is helping you, like, especially if you're evolving, if you're going from someone who never lifted to going five days a week, you're going to be beat up. You're going to be sore. It's going to take time. And the more you get better with it, the better you eat. You'll be amazed to see how far you can come and how much you improve. So I think Kyle knocked that one out of the park. And we're going to go into our third and final question, which is what is your favorite high protein snack? So I kind of shared mine. I've been loving Quest chips. They're not cheap, but like around midday, like that afternoon point, I love like Quest chips, some vegetables, maybe some fruit, like just feels really good to have that fun, salty snack. And I don't always do it, but I do like having that option on a day where I'm having like a more exotic dinner, or maybe if I didn't have like Greek yogurt for breakfast, I do find Greek yogurt is a great snack as well, just with some granola, simple protein carbs, feels absolutely fantastic. So that is something I like to utilize. I do like protein powder and oatmeal. I love smoothies. Those are probably my top ones. Even just a glass of milk, you're not gonna get all of your protein from it, but you will get some protein. So if you align that with something else, that can be a fantastic option as well. But I know Kyle's got a list pulled up, so I'm gonna let him take over. So what I think is really cool is how far protein snacks have come. Like when we go into a grocery store, obviously we'll get the essentials, but it's really cool to go into those different aisles and see what they've come up with and all these different, I don't know, just variations like the other day i found quest uh crackers i think they were like cheese crackers and it wasn't anything crazy it was like maybe 10 to 12 grams of protein but uh nonetheless it's pretty cool to see that you can still have some fun variations while hitting your macros and it can boost your protein for sure um but we do have a list i have a list pulled up here and essentially before i share some different things like i really do encourage you to try to look at each meal and see how you can get as much protein as possible i know we talk about greek yogurt a ton but it is the greatest way to start the day 40 grams of protein lunch trying to get you know 40 to 60 grams sometimes even more for us and then dinner when you focus on those meals it's very it's just so much better than having to just snack all day like some people unfortunately will especially if you're super busy and on the go and stuff a ton um, when I was in a bulk and eating a lot more I didn't really have to think about this because my intake was more but as I'm starting to decrease my calories I definitely have to try to consider and think of how can I get an afternoon snack in that's high protein so like Josh said Quest is amazing I was even saying the other day like we're not sponsored but I love their innovation and just the fact that they've been around for so long and they're constantly coming up with some cool things um, Greek yogurt, like Josh said, but even past that, I just picked up some um, beef jerky. Now, 99% of the time, I'll say I'm not the biggest fan in terms of just it gets the price is expensive, but at the grocery store, Aldi that we've been going to is like $2.99 for like a pack and it's like 20 something grams of protein. So I thought that was pretty fair. Um, but when you do sign up as a coaching client, our goal is to provide you with as many resources as possible. So we have a suggested food list. We actually have an recipe guide with 52 high protein recipes we have a form guide we have the supplement guide we have all these things so no matter what you're set up on top of the custom one-on-one coaching and i have this little guide here pulled up which essentially has a bunch of different things such as protein bars uh canned tuna obviously boneless chicken uh Chicken breast is great. Protein powder, which we've already talked about. Um, you know, skim milk, like Josh mentioned, it's pretty cool because even one cup of skim milk is uh, eight grams of protein, which once again, nothing crazy, but it, it can add up for sure. Tilapia is great. Um, plain Greek yogurt, as we mentioned, edamame, tofu, Kodiak pancakes, shrimp is really cool. Even three ounces of shrimp is 21 grams of proteins, eggs, chickpeas. There's so many different things. So more of the story is there are endless options. I do believe focusing on your protein intake is one of the greatest things, if not greatest thing nutritionally to help you out on top of hitting your calories. And I think a lot of people overlook it. And uh, yeah, I just want to share some of my favorite things and uh, hopefully that helps. 
Yeah, and play around, see what works best for you. Everyone's different. Some people just like eating plain chicken breast and they're cool with that. And some people, that's the last thing they'd ever want to do. And they're like, I need something more exciting than that. And I even find too, if you are going to snack, like trying to find a high protein snack will also further help with those goals. But like Kyle said too, getting early with your protein and like just building a habit and really just having an attitude of like, I will find my way to succeed with it makes it so much easier. You'll get in a flow and it's really easy. Like even me, I do 215 grams each and every day. And it's quite simple at this point. I don't even have to put much thought into it. And that's because I built those habits and laid that framework. But once again, before we close out this episode, if you want that free supplement uh, guide, definitely be sure to check that out. If you want to learn more about our coaching, that's the link right above it. So two great resources for you there. We want to thank everyone for tuning in. It means a lot. Definitely make sure to follow us on Instagram if you haven't already. Our Instagram is at ColossusFit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. Be sure to check us out for some extra value, motivation. I hope you have a fantastic day. Thanks for tuning in with us and we'll see you on Thursday.